Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. Coming to you from the top of the Poconos, it's The Balcony Show with your host Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. Well, hello there. <laughs> you know, it just it, immediately it just already sounds like you she's know, after you, right? Let's you know, let's let's hit Mad Cat with the mental hammer right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Why? Like, could you sound any more devious? <laughs> I don't know. I could work on it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. Um, would love to chat, but really don't want to. So uh, we're going to go right. We're, <laughs> we're going to go right into it tonight with "Hit It, Dave." Useless facts. Facts that are freaking useless. Useless. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is how we're just going to start this off right off the bat. Yes. All right. Useless fact number one. A group of squirrels is called a scurry. That's cute. Isn't that cute? I did not know that. That's cute. A scurry. I seriously didn't know that. I did not know that. It's like, you know, it's not as as ominous as like crows, like a murder of crows. You know what I mean? But now, but, when you see a group, you can be that person that says, yeah. oh, look at the scurry of, cro- of, yeah, yeah. of squirrels. It's the scurry of squirrels. squirrels. It's, not just, 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 <laughs> it's not just an activity that, for them. Say that five yeah. times. Scurry squirrels. 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 Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not even, even going to try Scurry squirrels. Scurrels. 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 Try it. Try it. Try it. No, it's not going to happen. Come on, try it. I am not a lap dog. Why are you not playing? Why am I not playing? What? Let's abuse Mad Cat. That's what, that's what I'm not playing. I'm sitting this one out. Yep. Useless fact number two. On December 10th, 1987, a squirrel chewed through power lines and shut down the NASDAQ, <laughs> shut down the NASDAQ for 82 minutes, preventing the trading of approximately 20 million shares. Wait, what? When? 1987. Wow. Yeah, I bet you there was a lot of people hunting that squirrel if he wasn't dead. Or some could be saying thank you. Yeah, right. That's true. That's crazy. Obviously, the theme today is squirrels. Hmm. All right. Useless fact number three. Iran once arrested 14 squirrels for spying. Uh, True story. (laughs) 
radio transmitters on they them. Had, like, dum, dum. They said that they had cameras on them. Yeah. And they oh. believed that they were from the Western world. Ooh, they probably were. They probably were. I don't know. Maybe they... Probably, they, they used to do some pretty crazy cool stuff back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is recently. Oh, this is recently. Like, seriously, this is like... You never think, like, oh, my God, the well, squirrels. Well, who would think that the squirrels? The squirrels outside. <laughs> See, why, are there, why is there a scurry of squirrels out, uh, outside of our uh, bunker here? But the, the squirrels, I, I guess they were, you know, like, I don't know how they could tell that they were from the Western world. Maybe they were rapping in the trees or something going. Yeah, you know. right. <laughs> Maybe they were chewing their nuts with an American accent. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I want to hear what that sounds like. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, listen, With boys. an American accent. Can you like, see? Can you <laughs> listen? Come up listen, with that? listen, boys. <laughs> no, you got to hide that accent when you're chewing your nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh Sorry there, that's the wrong accent for chewing nuts. Oh my goodness. All right, so useless fact number four. Rather than use CGI, Tim Burton had 40 squirrels trained to crack nuts for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in 2005. Did you know that? I did not know that. And you were just talking about him earlier. I was. See? Not nicely. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, wow. Um, one. I remember the scene. Do that, you remember the scene? No. Of them cracking the nuts? No, but I'm like, but but here's the thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know squirrels? And you're gonna train them? Like you could train them to oh, crack yeah. nuts? Oh, squirrels are smart. Oh, for real. That's like saying, like, like, like I just want to swim in a bathtub full of ADHD and freaking <laughs> try to wrangle it in. I don't know. That's crazy. But that yeah, is absolutely I, insane. But I, could you be... I would have loved to have been there... That's just when nuts. He announced, when he announced to the staff or the people that who were going to have to... <laughs> All right, so we're not I, using CGI. We're just going to train the squirrels. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> did he just say we're going to train the squirrels? <laughs> Crack nuts? Would that, be with a, would that be with a Spanish accent or an American accent? <laughs> Awesome. Useless fact number five. It is the tradition in Sri Lanka for children to throw their baby teeth onto the roof of their house in the presence of a squirrel. I have no idea why. Why? I have no idea why. I, I'm, I'm thinking luck or good health. Or, or mean. Like the squirrel's got Or, gonna, <laughs> or mean. Uh, like the squirrel's, you know, I mean, the human tooth is pretty hard. Not baby teeth. Teeth are hard. They're harder than a nut. Yeah, but they're throwing them. They're, they're not launching them. Right, but the squirrel's going to try to eat them. Well, no. Yeah. Why would they want to try to eat them? Because squirrels are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no. I mean, that's all I, you know. I don't that's know. It's, it's just weird. That's all I got. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. It's bizarre. But that's a lot about squirrels that you didn't know. And I'm still thinking, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Tim Burton wanted to train 40 of them. Like, I don't understand. Can you <laughs> see what I like about this stuff is that when you go home later, you go, wow, he really did. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this, this remains in your brain. 
that's right. the best thing about you. To me, that's specs. the equivalent of what was the movie uh, Bill Murray Scrooged when uh, he's like, just staple the you staple the antlers on his head for the little mouse. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna hurt the little mousey. But anyways, we're gonna get out of here because we have a really great interview coming up from Eden James later on in the show. But first, uh, we're gonna hear a song from Connor Bracken and the Mother Leeds Band. They just had a sold out performance at the Stone Pony, their album release party. So congratulations to you, Connor. And um, we're watching you right here on the Balcony Show. But anyways, take a listen to Read On You and let's get this party started.
show and right now we have the song by tonight's interviewee Eden James so sit down give it a listen and here we go and when you come back we're going to be on the phone with Eden James
welcome back to the Balcony Show. And on the phone with us, we have Eden James. And if you haven't heard of Eden James, you will shortly. Welcome, Eden. Welcome to our show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. So, there's so much to talk about with you. You have two videos out. Both of your videos have had multiple awards in all over the world. You have uh, been written up in several magazines. Uh, there's several pictures on your website with your arms just loaded with these awards. And um, so kudos to you for that. And number one song in Greece. Um, and yeah. you hit Billboard in Australia. So you're like everywhere, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like to get around. A <laughs> Beach Boys song. Ah, there nice. you go. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk about something called something love. about love. That's my latest. Yeah. Okay. Um, Set that yeah, up. Yeah, well, that's what's that about? Well, so something called love is actually about what we were just talking about. Um, really getting around, moving around the world, and traveling, and, and something called love. It's it's about the love of the journey. Um, you know, the opening line is the first thing I'm gonna do is kiss the ground. And it's, it's really about sort of, you know, having a home, but also loving to travel. Um, and it's, it's not the destination, but it's the journey that we grow and we evolve and we, we learn things along the journey. So that's really what that song's about. Nice. And I saw an yeah. interview where you really liked the adventure of yes. living different places. And because you've been in, in London, you were in the, London for a while. You started in Australia. Yeah. Where else have mm -hmm. you, have you been? Well, I've, I've, I've been as so I've only lived in on three continents only. I say I say I say <laughs> only. Like, um, like, um, uh, yeah, so I've I've had three continents. I actually in the last three decades, I pretty much sort of spent my twenties in Australia, thirties in 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 the UK, and my forties here in the US. Um, but my my music has taken me all around the world. I've you know I've played I've toured in Japan, Norway, played in Greece, had a number one hit there. Um, I've, I've played in Poland. I've played uh, to uh, in. Did I say Norway? I forget if I mentioned Norway. Um, no. No. And, yeah, and so I played there. And where else? Uh, I, I just like you know everybody loves traveling. So if you can do that for your job, it's like a win-win, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt, can, uh, no doubt. And like, does that yeah, help you if, when you write your music? Uh, oh. I think so. I mean, I think immeasurably. I think as a songwriter and a, and, um, a poet, you you need to draw on more cultures than your own. And to the point, I think that helps me as I sort of keep jumping around and living in different cultures or absorbing different cultures. You start to see really things that make humanity tick, and not just a certain group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you know, and that that sort of gets you closer to like the the humanity itself, rather than rather than any particular nationality or anything like that. So, and when you write from a humanity perspective, I think you're always hitting the nail on the head. You know, that's like, like pretty much that's what Dylan does, and you know, all my heroes, they, they they're very good with with that. Right. And you said I saw an interview where you said that um, you're focused a lot more on the poetry of your lyrics, and. I can see that from listening to some of your earlier music to what you're putting out now. And um, mm -hmm. how, how, how did that happen? How did that metamorphosis happen for you? So uh, I, I think that's, um, 
I really just think that's down to wisdom uh, and maturity. I, and I think all writers will get that. You know, it, well, in fact, in any endeavor that any of us put our hands and hearts to, I think we just get better with time, right? Right. Uh, so I think, no, you disagree? <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> Some people just get, like, forgetful and old and crotchety. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, maybe that's my next chapter. <laughs> the angry <Maybe>. album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll just start regurgitating some of my old lyrics and just, or, or, or replacing or replacing them with, with different songs. Um, I'm sure that's happened to many a musician on stage. Which brings me to the title of your album, All the Good Blank Are Taken. What, yeah. What's blank? <laughs> well, see, so I tried to be a bit clever with this one. I tried to, uh, all the good blank are taken. It's, 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 I wanted it to be um, anything that you wanted to put in that word blank could be it. So if you're, if you feel that all the good seats are taken on the bus, if you're, ah. if you're on the bus and you're going to school and all the seats are taken, then this album's for you. Um, if you, <laughs> if, if you're doing something else, if you're like trying to get into university and all the applications all the positions are taken then this album's for you right <laughs> that is so clever i love jobs, it if you're applying for jobs and you're getting rejected after reject, rejection after rejection and they all seem to be gone this album's for you yeah. <laughs> that's perfect that's very universal oh i love that and that's that's just that's mass appeal because it, it it can apply to anything everything yeah great marketing yeah. too oh my goodness See? yeah you can have a lot of fun with that yeah, you just well, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I felt about it. I thought it was like fun and lighthearted and a little bit silly, but also clever. And, and, but also I thought it was applicable. I thought this, you know, this is my fourth album, so it's about many, many different things. Many things have been going through my head for the last, you know, three or four decades. So, and I've tried to really like um, put a little bit of everything down on this and on this album. And, but as I'm trying to find, you know, a, a a common theme or a concept, I realized, well, all the concepts have been taken. Everything's, everything we have done creatively has all been done before. So I thought I could, I could say that in a new kind of way with this title. And that's definitely what it comes down to nowadays. I have this conversation often when looking at the scope of everything that's been done in music and, you know, I had many art forms throughout, throughout the history of it. You know, it's like, yeah. so, you know, it, now it's just about telling a story a bit more creative because, you know, it, 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 the landscape is kind of narrowing its own field now. Well, I got to yeah. say that I grew up during, you know, like Lou Reed, David Bowie, you know, that whole new wave, Elvis Costello, the, all of them. And your music really caught caught my ear because... There is that flavor in there, although it's your own stuff. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. say. Oh, uh, it's it's not certainly any, but the influences are very prevalent, and I don't think you make any bones about that. You know? No, that's yeah. That's I'm I'm quite happy to say that all those guys you just mentioned, all those acts and artists. Um, I love that kind of music from the 70s and and 80s. I I just love it. I don't think that the artistic or music industry has ever been um, as good as that and that's why I like to write with, with that in mind because from in, for me 
I think that's the best stuff that, that we've ever, ever produced. Um, so I, you know, I want to be up there with them. I want to be up with. I want to be comparable to those guys. I want to write music like that. You know, Springsteen, Billy Joel, like the, nice. just the, the, the the classics. And right. and I don't think you know there are many modern artists writing writing from from that perspective, writing like classics. It's like you've got to write a song like it's going to be around in a hundred years' time. That's how you've got to write it. I agree. Um, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, don't write it just for what's 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 trending now. Like a lot of my yeah. producer sort of friends, they come to me. Oh, let's do a bit like this. This is really popular now, and I'm like, wait, hang on a sec. I don't care what's popular now. I'm actually, I sort of go against what's popular now. That's kudos for you. Yeah, cause, I mean that's actually what's kind of, as far as I'm concerned, kind of crippled the inter, uh, industry with the cookie cutter music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it, yeah. it all sounds together. It all sounds the same. It all bleeds together, and it it doesn't have any longevity whatsoever. But I yeah. also think that there's a craving for this. Exactly. For, exactly. for good music, number one, and good music that you can relate to, and it tells a story in a manner that you just, you know what I mean? Like, you put it on, and, and you're there. And I think that's great. So I think you've done a, a, a great job doing that. So our next song by you is Stranger. Is that, yeah. like, is okay. that like the stranger on the bus? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, stranger is a little bit of a an adventure. A, um, uh, it is it is talking about going out and and getting lucky. All right. Well, let's take a break and let our listeners hear "Stranger" by Eden James. You're gonna love it. Turn it up. Here it comes. <laughs> Can I get over her with you? I gotta get over her, honey Can I get over her with you? You got the brains, you got that body They better just pull me through I gotta get over her, honey Can I get over her with you? And I will see the young life I wanna get 
she would rescue my heart I wept the one time she could not But she's still on my mind Like a spear in my side I can't stand it no more I'm gonna make a new friend tonight A new friend tonight Like a stranger Like a strange, strange girl show with Eden James. So, Eden, since you're in New York and I don't have you geographically pegged all the way across the planet, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so, you know, tell the listeners what you got coming up. Tell us, you know, any, any new songs, Go, you know, let us, let us know. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a festival in Sweden that I was booked to play at. Um, it's called Live at Heart. And although I would love to take the band out there and play it in, in person, um, we're, we're just being a little uh, sort of safe at, at this point. And, and I think they're going to do uh, a live stream of, of it. So I, I don't oh, know if wow. it's going to be, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's going to, I don't know if it's going to be a band concert or performance or if I'm just going to do an acoustic um, performance on, on that festival. And that's coming up in September, so that's not far away. Right. And then I have, um, a couple new releases, which has got, like, I haven't really announced what they're going to be, but it's not necessarily new music, but repackaged. Like, there's some, there's a show that I did recently uh, for the album launch uh, last month that I did here in, in, in New York. That was filmed, so that's, I'm thinking of um, releasing that as a live album. So that might happen. Um, and if not, there's actually an al- a recording of, of a concert that we did pre-pandemic here at Babies All Right, which has been mixed as a live album. So that's, I'm sort of eager to get that one out, actually. That's that's really um, probably the next thing on my release agenda. But can I tell you about some news that I'm pretty excited about? Sure. Do it. Okay. So um, I just recently found out that the album has hit the charts in Australia. Um, it hit the iTunes charts, um, the, uh, rock, the rock album charts. At number twenty-four, which, wow. is, which is huge, and I, I never expected Congrats, that. Man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, uh, yeah, that is very exciting, and um, and it's, it's so good that it's the Australian audience where I started as well. So obviously, there's still um, an audience out there for me, which is great. So I can't wait to get back to Australia and, and play that circuit again. Now, um, I have to ask you, as far as yeah. like indie artists are concerned, and so. That is well. Congratulations again on that uh, on climbing that chart. That's wonderful. So, from the from the point where you started getting interested, or you know, even had a little bit of taste of success to now, and having that like chart entry, like what's your time span there? Is there, you know, like did this take a year? Did are you like how do you feel about that growth? And do you feel like it's taking forever to get that growth, or do you feel like it's coming quickly for you? Well, I think in between albums, it took forever, uh, okay. and there's 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 a, a, a story in, in there. So, and um, 
But as far as since I released this album and the singles that I released before it, I've been pushing this for the last year or so, and it's come like at the expected rate. Like I, I you know, I've got a strategy. I've got a team that I work with, and we're we're hitting all our goals. Um, so that's coming sort of at, at the expected time rate, which is fairly. I suppose it's quickly to to anyone who's who's just sort of entry level to um, in, you know finding out who I am now. But, right. Yeah. But but really, my my whole career story is a long. It's like it feels so slow and um, and drawn out. Like so, I'm on album number four, but between between. But now you're on fire. Third, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's it, it a, a, a very quiet point, um, which like I sort of really went, went into corporate America, and I worked I worked in corporate America for a few years, and that's when I was still playing live with my band around New York uh, um, uh, venues, but I wasn't really producing anything because no, I had a full time job, I had a, you know I had a different thing. Right. But then when I when I left that and said okay, I'm going to start my own record label, I'm going to put all my time into into this the music side of things that's when i noticed the huge difference so obviously i'm it, it, you know it makes a difference if you're doing music career uh, part-time you have to expect that your results are going to be spaced and it's going to right. take longer yeah. but if you're doing it full-time you know you can then you can then uh, sort of really strategize your the timings of how everything should should come about so talk um, a little bit about the video something about love um, who di- who did that, and why did you decide to do it the way that you did it? I'd encourage all of our listeners to um, take a look at it because number one, it's won 12, 12 awards and probably counting. Um, but I really like the grunginess of of the video. I mean, really, really, really dig what you did there. So yeah. Um- so the way something called love came about the video was I I actually was looking for an editor and film grader to put something together and I I just put a few of my um, concerts together into a sort of a, a skeleton timeline on, on a video and then I wanted I wanted an editor sort of to put it put the rest together and I met this director and filmmaker on on um, a website called. Uh, Upwork, which is you know, like, I don't know, it's like the website where you go for the, to find freelancers in any in, in, in stuff. And he's based in Pakistan, okay. um, so like you know, miles away. And and you know, we started talking, and I looked at his film reel, and I was his film reel just really made me feel like all the emotions that it was supposed to. And I thought this guy can tell a story through through film. And, and, you know, I felt that's really important. That's where talented filmmakers lie. It's like if you can get the emotions out, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's an ad for a car or, or an indie rock artist, then, then you're doing a good job. So that's where, that's where I liked him. I said, okay, I'd like to work with you. And he said, I, I love this music. I'm, I'm really happy to work on it. So we decided then to then make a sort of a narrative around this song, Something Called Love, and, so, and make the narrative about about the journey, about the adventure. So that's where we brought in the motorcycle and, um, and you know, the beach and these sort of foreign countries and the, the, the trains and the cars and yeah, the planes. Yeah, it's, it's really you know, taking off. spectacular. It really is. 
Yeah, so we thought we'd tell a story like that. It's like travel, okay? So we, everyone gets excited about this, and we learn things from different perspectives. And, and so that, that, we wanted that song to be about the journey and the adventure. And I think, I, I think we, we, we achieved oh, that. Oh, nailed it. I feel pretty good about it, yeah. <laughs> nailed it for sure. Tell me something about Eden James that not everybody knows. Um, I love making sandwiches. Sandwiches I, I actually, rule. Yeah, I love sandwiches. Like to a to an obsessive point. Like I could have a, I could make a sandwich every day without without getting bored of it. <laughs> I'm like that with pizza. Like I can yeah. eat a slice of pizza every day for the rest of my actually if I could sustain myself you, on just pizza. If you knew how many times she said, Yeah, I'm just gonna stop and get a slice. All the yeah. time. <laughs> All the yeah. time. And yeah. is there yeah. anything we that you miss things. from Australia? Like, oh yeah, yeah. There are things. I what, what are some of the foods I miss from Australia? Um, it's kind of like the snacks. You know, I, have you heard of Tim Tams? A chocolate, like cookie, a chocolate biscuit that we call mm. they're, they're cookies, I suppose. No. Well, I can go for one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim Tams. Well, they're, they're this rectangular kind of chocolate covered um, mm. and a chocolate cookie and. You're supposed to dip them in your your hot Milo. Do you know Milo, the chocolate drink? It's, uh, it's, uh, I can, you can, no. You can get Milo <laughs> here. It's like so. Yeah, I've, I've discovered that Milo is available like almost everywhere. And um, uh, but it's growing up, it was like the go-to drink after school. Like come home from school, you'd have a hot cup of Milo, Aww. which was like the children's version of coffee or tea, I suppose. Oh right, right. Yeah, and it was just a chocolatey bait like drink. Um, but when you dip that Tim Tam in your Milo or your tea or your coffee, oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> well, we can all that's great. we can always all, all share that. That's for sure. Because <laughs> see, that's why we know the next song that comes out that's Milo. We'll know what you know what I mean. If there's any references yeah. to sandwiches or something, <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Write a love song about a sandwich. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'd be surprised if there wasn't one out there, in, in you know already. It's like, like me and my ham and cheese. Like you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite song. That's what I had for dinner last night. <laughs> yeah, you're my ham and cheese. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. We're gonna hold you to that, Eden. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it actually might happen. So we're so, gonna yeah, we're... <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot where we were. Was I saying anything interesting? <laughs> We were talking about food, bro. <laughs> Nothing. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. as interesting well, that's as it gets. Interesting. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's always interesting. No, absolutely not. Your music is more interesting, for sure. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So, if you could, if you could be on stage with anybody, who would that be? You know, I'd love to do a duet with Amy Winehouse. If you oh were my gosh! Uh, uh, I just think that would be great. Um, who else would I love to sing with? Oh, the guy from the National. Wait a minute. Big song with him. The National. Um, I think it's Matt, Matt Berninger. Berninger. Matt Derringer? Uh, Berninger. Burn, I, I, can't, I don't know how you pronounce this. Like, Berninger, I think it is. Berninger? Burning? Probably Berninger. <laughs> Berninger. <laughs> if he ever hears this, he'll probably like, well, fall over. Well, you just shot just, that opportunity off. <laughs> now you're welcome to the dark side, Eden. <laughs> now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> I did that for you, Anne. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I see. I can tell you're a team player. Great. 
Anyways, we're going to end yeah. things tonight with your song, I've Got You in My Black Book. <laughs> That's it. And this is about police officers, which was surprising to me. Yeah, there is a, there's a point of, uh, there's definitely a strong um, element of authority um, in there. And, and, and yet being on the wrong side of the law. I suppose is the, is a good way of putting it, and you know there's a lot of adventure in there. I think there's some. I, I really enjoyed writing the lyrics in the, the verses to these these ones. Well, I do it in every song, but I think. You know, I kind of enjoy, I still enjoy. I still like listen to this and enjoy, what <laughs> enjoy it. I enjoy what was said. I think you know. I sort of pat myself on the back a bit. <laughs> is this is this written from a, an, an inspired moment of you being on the wrong side <laughs> of the law, sir? <laughs> yeah, well, it, I have been, but this particular moment was not me. It was the la- lady in question, the muse in question. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, and it was it was very autobiographical. I did meet this person in a bar. She she was reading a book. Uh, we did get the cocktails for free. She was trouble. Um, all of those things are all true. It's fantastic. See, but that's what I thought it was about. Black book. When I think of yeah. black book, I think of. Literally, somebody's got a little black book. Nah, I need a date. Oh, yeah. Okay, who am I calling? Yeah, oh, uh, Elaine. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Why Elaine? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first name that popped into my head. We're up to the E's. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he could hang. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. black book. Here you are. We're all looking at each other. <laughs> well, it sounded like you had a thought there, so we were. Um, waiting. I have no thoughts tonight. <laughs> Black book, there you are. All right. This... I thought I thought we were. I thought that's where we played it. I thought that's where we got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna play it. All right. Listen, I want to thank you so much, Eden, for uh, putting up with me tonight. I, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go home and drink lots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I truly appreciate you calling in and spending some time with us. Um, yeah. Everybody get out well, there. Where can they follow you on Instagram? And Yeah. Yeah, they can follow me on, um, on Instagram on Eden underscore James. And on um, my, my website, EdenJames.com, has all the social media links to Facebook, uh, TikTok, and YouTube, everything there. Um, and on, on Linktree, Eden James Music. Um, on Linktree, if you want to want to see and read all the the latest reviews and, and about the awards and charts and etc. Um, definitely going to want to add this to your playlist. Um, follow him. I I I can only see great things coming for you, sir. Seriously. I agree. No, I agree. Keep that heart of the poet. Keep that heart of the poet going, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much.
place that smelled of booze You look like a right picture Me a wretched fool You walk like a social worker In need of a break They grilled you like a broken preacher Oh, ran right out of faith Gonna put you in the black book Gonna get you on your way down They're gonna get you on your back foot Gonna get you when you're down, down, down Lost your habitation And you needed a friend A messed up and a strong-willed child No direction, no plans We talked about novels And the cocktails were free But you were in some, some kind of trouble And trouble you to Indie Radar on The Balcony Show, and I'm on a Spotify kick. Um, I just, I think last week or the week before, whenever we're talking about Spotify, that they reached 365 million users, and uh, and we wanted to stress 
for artists, indie artists, to make sure that all of your information, uh, you are spot on, so that when fans discover you, they can easily, you know, link to your site, link to other things that they want to learn about you, so they can follow you, etc. Um, another thing I wanted to mention this week, on this week's Indie Radar, actually, is that Spotify is a huge and probably the premier listening platform where the the common person, um, and that's not to be in a negative way at uh, you know context at all, but for the most part, the common person subscribing or even not subscribing to their service, um, each person that is a listener of Spotify Music usually discovers and they and they put out some statistics but basically they came up with this roundabout number where you know let's say I log on to Spotify and just discovering music and kind of going through and you're clicking here and you're clicking here and you hear a song and then you want to like find out more about another artist and you just kind of get trapped in that train like we all do whether you're on TikTok or YouTube or you just keep clicking and clicking going and going the average person discovers about 41 new artists a week. So take out your calculator. Times that by, you know, let's say you have five close friends or four close friends. So each of those people discovers 40-plus new artists every week. That's a huge number um, to, to consider that you there's a chance that you will be heard, you will be discovered. And uh, again, just a reminder to, you know, stay on top of your game because Spotify is exploding. The indie artist platform is actually exploding on so many levels. So just wanted to keep you guys up to date on some Spotify data and hopefully help you out. Thanks for listening. Mad Cats, Mad Tricks. And on today's Mad Cats, Mad Tracks, it's something about love by Truman Falls. So, sit down, give it a listen, stroke up your little harpsichord. Here we go. I know the way to the fates and the ways of goodbye. Boy meets a girl, but the girl gets the look in her eyes. Stories of glories are nothing but lies There's something about love Cursed by a kiss from a wish on a whim of a smile Something
And you're back on the Balcony Show, and we've come to the ending of another great show with fantastic music. Eden James, certainly somebody you're going to want to watch, for Delight- sure. Yeah, no doubt. Delightful fellow, man. No, really cool dude. Yep, yep, yep. I really liked him, and I love his music, so I don't know. Um, I've, I see some road trips coming in our future, guys. What do you think, Donna? Absolutely. Love a good road trip. To go yeah, we're going to have to rack up some freaking She's always in when it comes. I'm in. <laughs> She's always in when it comes to a concert. That's for yeah, sure. I am in. But anyways, I'd like to remind you, again, about a Reverb Nation campaign. Go to thebalconyshow.com. Check us out. Give us a follow on Instagram, The Balcony Show Rocks. Like us on Facebook. Please give us some support because... Uh, we need it. <laughs> Possibly this week the most. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, we're going to end things tonight with a song from Roy and the Secret People, Burn Out. They'll be playing at Music Fest, so go out and see them too. Anyways, good night everybody from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. Peace!
and that's what's up.